Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Health with me. How is everyone this week? It has been a crazy week here, we've been really busy, but it's still amazing, it's so beautiful here. We have like a week, no, two weeks left, maybe just under two weeks left. So we've still got loads and loads of time. Um, Yes, really exciting, Um, but there's not really much to report from last week, but I have a really interesting podcast for you all today. Now, this is based upon a very short documentary on the BBC that looked at a UK doctor that switched his diet from a 20% kind of, you know, normally healthy diet um, to an 80% ultra-processed diet. And they did this to see the changes that this might have on their health. And he didn't change anything else, just the food that he was eating. So this is a really, really fascinating documentary and they found such a wonder of different things that we are like you know we do know that happens but we didn't know it happened in such a short period of time so we changed his diet for 30 days and we you know we've seen so many different things um I watched the documentary a few times now I've put the link if you want to watch it it's so good and it's literally nine minutes so it's it's really really easily digestible as well but I have everything here kind of going through it so that I can kind of share with, with you guys and um, try and talk about it a little bit because I think it, it's a really interesting and everyone should know about, about the results of these things because it's quite a rare study because you know most people that eat an ultra processed diet have um, eaten that way for a long time and they don't go from you know reasonably healthy to um, very much not so in a very short period of time and that's usually due to socioeconomic status and a lot of other factors that impacts our health and a lot of health inequality as well so it's a really really important um, like little I don't really know it's not a study just a little experiment that they did that was really really necessary and I think they should probably do it on a much wider scale for that purpose because we don't have much data on on this type of thing but I really hope everyone has had a really good week um this is going to be a good podcast I'm, I'm ready for it because it's so interesting um so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get right into it so yes I've d- done a little intro so also uh, ultra process let's just kind of go into what ultra processed is because you know there's people have different opinions on that but ultra processed technically just means chemicals added in so monosodium glucamate sodium phosphates spice extracts any type of kind of um chemically sounding thing on the ingredients list or something you don't understand something you find difficult to pronounce there are so many different chemicals added into processed foods and food in general that you know has been manufactured and it is absolutely it is a serious epidemic how much chemicals we add into processed foods and that the effect that these chemicals have on our brains and our bodies. These manufacturers of processed foods, ultra-processed foods, are intelligent. They know exactly how your brain works and they know exactly what these chemicals and what these types of foods are doing to your brain, your mind and your body. So remember that the next time you want to buy like a and like an ultra processed food or something like that like you know like ready meals or like crisps or chocolate these types of things you know they know they're trying to manipulate you and they're trying to you know use your the very simple 
you know, the simplistic ideas of the brain um, against you. And they're trying to get you addicted to their products. They're trying to get you to absolutely love their products so that you keep coming back. And it's, it's, you know, what most manufacturers do. It's what most people do for any type of food. You know, it could be even food. It could be clothing or anything. You know, it's the way the way business seems to work is this based on manipulation. But when it comes to food and the epidemic that is eating disorders and distorted eating and obesity and ill health, it is such a horrific thing that exists today. And I want you to be, you know, equipped with knowledge when it comes to processed food, genuinely because it is killing us and it's so bad for your body. There's no nutrients. It's just so null of anything. And all it is, is just a bunch of chemicals trying to trick your brain into thinking you're eating something that you're not. So, and this type of ultra processed diet is the same diet as one in five people in the UK. And this is just an ultra processed diet, which is 80% of your diet being ultra processed foods, which is crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, And this doesn't even account for the spectrum of people that have a 50% ultra processed diet or a 60% or a 70% or you know, people that don't eat any vegetables and, you know, it's it's a really, really big problem and this is just the one extreme of it. Um, an 80% ultra-processed food diet is a very extreme, unhealthy way of eating um, and, a, and a very dangerous way of eating, um, that which a lot of people don't, but one in five people, that's that's pretty that's pretty staggering, that, 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 that um, statistic. So, that is what is kind of meant by ultra processed. So, you know, you can think of this as like ready meals, like lasagnas or cookies or cakes or anything that has been, you know, in a packet is like a food product in a packet in a supermarket that's been manufactured by labs and all these things like chocolate, like anything that is so far removed from homemade is, is what ultra processed really is. But there's a lot of different chemicals added. That is literally just a few that I just, I just kind of said. So he, the the documentary kind of goes into that he doesn't they don't show too much because remember it's only nine minutes but they go into um, they have like a day one day two and then they have like three weeks in and stuff like that and he kind of goes on about what he's kind of feeling throughout but I'm gonna go through like the results of what they actually found um, as well but just a quick like kind of conversation about it he, he he observed that he actually could not stop eating the food. And this makes sense with the science, but it just shows that how addictive, ultra-processed, high in fat, high in sugar, how these things actually Im- impact your brain and how they impact your physical behaviour. You know, the, the reason why these foods are so dangerous is because you literally cannot stop eating them. They are made to be hyper-palatable, which means very, very, very tasty, very, very easy to eat. You can eat it all the time, not get full, it's this type of thing. It's honestly ingenious but it's also horrific (laughs) the way that it works but um so they're trying to get you to they're trying to get you to have a specific experience and they do it you know they win it but basically you know the ultra process is, is very quick it's very tasty highly palatable it's very very difficult to stop eating which is a very interesting thing 
and I've got a few quotes from what he said. So he, this is when he was eating like a, a lasagna, like a processed lasagna, and he, he said, I know I'm going to finish this and, me- and immediately want another one. And these lasagnas, like, it's like a, you know, you know what I'm talking about, little like processed lasagna things. There's probably, what, 800, 900 calories in that one, one little thing because it's so high in fat, so high in sugar, so high in chemicals that, you know, you might have just eaten what, 900 calories of food, which if you ate whole food, you know, you would, you know, 900 calories in one thing is pr- pretty difficult to do unless you've just done a lot of exercise or if you've not eaten much that day and things like that. Um, but 900 calories is pretty hard to do and then want another of that again. So he, you know, the fact that that is a thing, that like the, the, the calories in these things can be so easily consumed and not have an impact on your stomach just due to the lack of fibre, the lack of nutrients. It's the fibre that makes you feel full in these foods, so starchy carbohydrates like brown rice, brown pasta, um, quinoa, um, you know, vegetables, fruit, all these things is what makes you feel full because of the fibre attached to the foods and the nutrients that basically what happens in the very simplistic way of of describing how nutrients are digested they you know you consume them they go down into your um stomach your small intestine your large intestine and your small intestine is where the nutrients are extracted but the digestion process takes much longer because the nutrients are being extracted at every single stage and the fibre in food is actually not digested but fermented in your colon which takes a longer time so it means you're fuller for longer and it takes um you know it takes up more time in your stomach more time in your um body instead of just going straight through you straight into stomach acid no nutrients absorbed no nothing so the fiber is really really important in food and we're seriously lacking in fiber in today in our diets and this is this is the reasons why so this is why he, he you know he can eat so much of these foods all the time and another quote that i have from a from him um what he said well he had these like chocolate pot things and he's like i'm not enjoying it but i can't stop and this is like the most um you know, it's it's a great quote to kind of describe sugar addiction and fat addiction and ultra processed food addiction, because most of the time when you're eating um, an ultra processed diet, you know, you're not enjoying the food that you're eating, um, but you physically can't stop because you have to eat so much when you're eating an ultra processed diet. And he enforces this idea because, you know, he before he would eat three meals a day with the occasional snack but now on the ultra processed diet he would consume and consume and consume all day because the food he was eating does not fill him up due to that that lack of fiber and that lack of nutrients and hunger in a sense of the word is mainly your body craving for fuel and fuel is nutrients it's fiber it's micronutrients macronutrients your body requires nutrients all the time to function and when you your body's hungry it is it's hunger for you know a substantial food to be able to you know and you know um use for fuel but it's also for a drive for nutrients so that it can f- fulfill your body and use it for its processes and its chemical reactions and when you're not getting any nutrients it's another reason why you could be insatiably hungry because your body's like please give me food so I can extract nutrients but your body doesn't understand that the food you're you're giving it is nutrient null (laughs) so yes so he you know he can stop eating and he ate so much more because of this um 
and he was craving food, which is another thing, you know, craving food is, is, a, is a warning sign as well. Like craving food a lot, craving bad food a lot um, kind of suggests that your gut is used to ultra processed or processed foods and your your gut is craving those things. Whereas if you're eating a really healthy diet, you shouldn't really crave food so much. Like, you know, you shouldn't feel a driving passion to consume something. Um, and that's simply just the idea of the chemicals and the, the, the effect that that has on your brain and the food that you're eating. So just a few like observations from what he actually found in like, you know, not the actual results of the experiment, but what he found, he found he had very irregular bowel movements and he had lots of constipation. He didn't, you know, you're if you're not, if you're not going to the toilet once a day, um, at least that you know there's there's an issue there with your with your gut um, and obviously um, it's that's quite a big statement to say that but it's pretty much um, it's a it's an easy thing to kind of a witness that there's something might be something wrong with your your gut not as in you've got a disease or anything like that but some it could be a um, indication that you need to consume more fiber and more nutrients and um, maybe even you know more food it's very it's very dependent on people but you should be going to the toilet more than um not more than once a day at the very least um but once a day it's perfect don't worry about it you're <laughs> not going any more than once a day but um yeah he also found that there was headaches he had headaches all the time and this is um for many different reasons from the food you eat you could be um you know sh- craving sugar you could be craving very many different nutrients, fiber, um, your body is suffering um, and headaches is just one of the very small ways in which it tells you that. And he kept, he said he, you know, he's waking up feeling hungover because of the salt and the fat and the sugar in his food. And it, that's a crazy concept, you know, like, you know, this is the thing like with an eating a good diet is that you feel good all the time. You feel great all the time. You never feel ill. You just always feel energetic and happy and ready for the day. Whereas if you're eating an ultra processed diet, you feel like he was saying hungover or, you know, um, craving food all the time or, you know, no energy, headaches. It's, it's not a good way, you know, to go about things when you could be feeling so much better and giving your body what it needs. I also said that he couldn't sleep and he was waking up at 4am to eat food. You know, like to go up, what am I, I don't know, I, I don't know how you guys um, are and stuff, but for me, like, I cannot imagine getting up at four in the morning and wanting to eat something. Um, like, that's the last thing I'd want to do at four in the morning. But, like, he would wake up and he couldn't sleep because he needed to eat food. Like, that's a, that's a crazy concept to me. Um, that, he, you know, he needed to, he couldn't, he couldn't sleep because he needed to eat something, like, sugary or things like that and that that might be due to the fact that his body's become reliant on the sugar high or the fat high that that you that you get from these types of processed foods so um yeah it's it's crazy that the just the massive impact that this diet had on him in just four weeks you know that's a month that is nothing that's the whole time i'm in you know tyree pretty much it's crazy how much of a short period of time that diet can have on your health um, and it just shows the dire situation that we are in today with our health and the obesity epidemic, the ill health that we have. Um, and obviously one in five people are eating this type of diet in the UK. In the UK, not just 
the you know not the world the USA and things like that there's I'm not even talking about things like that so you know it is a it's a real issue um and it's also you know it doesn't it's not satisfying it's people it like turns some lights on in your brain um to make you feel good in that moment of eating the food and then as soon as you're done you want more you know you're never satisfied you're never full um and I'll I'll go into this so Basically, the results from the experiment, they, they took lots of different measurements. Um, at the start, they, you know, they took his weight, obviously his BMI, his body fat, his hormone levels, his, an MRI scan on his brain. They took all these types of things. Um, they found, so we start with weight gain. He gained 6.5 kilograms in four weeks. You know, so if you think about it this way, um, it's quite difficult to, to gain weight. You're not going to gain weight in a week. Um, but you will start to gain weight in over a week. But, I mean, four weeks to gain 6.5 kilograms, that is a lot of weight. Um, and they found that his BMI went up by two points, which put him in the overweight category. Um, and obviously, we all know how I feel about BMI. BMI is a stupid measurement. But, um, it you know, it can be used. It's used by a lot of scientists. So it is, it is something to be noted, but not taken crazy seriously. Um, and his body fat percentage went up, well, his body fat went up by three kilograms, which is a lot, which is mainly, so his main, his main weight gain was probably, um, was definitely body fat and also probably a lot of water weight due to the, um, salt and the, the chemicals and all these things that, that were in the foods. But the, they also looked at the hormone levels. So basically, there's a lot of different hormones involved in, in your in your food and the effect that has on your brain and your brain signaling to the gut, the gut signaling to the brain. And there's a lot of different things. But there's, there's one main ho- hunger hormone. There's one hormone, ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone in the body um, that makes you feel hungry. And this this hormone they found that in comparison to him eating 20% processed diet, 80% healthy diet, it went up by 30% in the ultra-processed diet. So this is massive. Anything, this is such a drastic change in just four weeks for the body. It is massive. Um, and it explains why, you know, he was eating so much more um, because his, his actual hunger hormone went up by 30% and this was because he wasn't getting any nutrients. And then oh, there's a many different hunger, um, sorry, there's many different hormones involved in satiety and satiation and feeling full. Just a few is leptin and peptide YY, but honestly, there's a lot of different things involved in satiety. And these went down, these decreased. So he felt very hungry all the time and he also felt less full, which is crazy because he was eating more food for absolutely no benefit to him at all. He was just eating so much food without any type of, just damaging the body instead of repairing and replenishing and um, using the, the nutrients for anything. But, um, so and then in the brain, they found that they did the MRI scan and there was, so it's hard to describe without the picture, but there's basically um, lots of different connections in your brain happening all the time. And they found that there was actually quite a lot of different new connections, new functional connections in the brain after four weeks of an ultra-processed diet. So, and these were these connections weren't there before. So that indicates that these all these new connections were all to do with his diet, just his diet change. Um, 
and they linked up so they, they linked up with the ward the reward pathways in the centers in the brain with the areas that drive repetition and automatic behavior so the new connections that were made were involved in the reward pathways reward pathways in the brain are the the centers in your brain that gets lit up that gets involved in addiction in um highly palatable foods um it's basically it sends dopamine dopamine into your body and makes you feel really good makes you keep wanting more of it um so these reward pathways were linked up with the areas that drive repetitive automatic behavior so his brain was telling him to eat ultra processed foods without him having any control over it so if you're eating a mainly ultra processed diet your body is telling you to eat these foods without it wanting it and without you having any control over it. And this is why I argue, you know, with refined sugar addiction and fat addiction, all these things, because they are real. The reward pathways in your brain connect with these these areas of repetitive behaviour and your body physically, you know, develops these connections and actually forms these types of um, behaviours in the body and the mind that you cannot control, that you end up, you know, you're ending up like a, a... subject for your brain and your body to manipulate because you've been giving it food that is um, very palatable but also rich in chemicals, refined sugars and unsaturated fats and also lots of different um, toxic fats. So it, it's had such a massive implication on the brain and it, it's really really interesting but the, you know you, I could talk about that for years. <laughs> But I find the brain really interesting, the differences there. But there's it's a very controversial topic, the, the reward pathways to do with, with um, processed foods and refined sugars and saturated fats and toxic fats and all these things. Um, but it is real. There is definitely real connections there that happen. Um, and this is that the reward pathways are, you know, the addiction pathways, the addiction situations. They they are involved in addiction and is what makes people so addictive, addicted to things. So it's interesting. I, w- I would love to know what you guys thought about it. So let me know in the comments. Um, uh, yeah, so so the brain feels easy to, it feels good to the brain. The brain's like, oh, dopamine and the, the, by the chemicals that are being released and enforces this by making you able, not able to stop eating. So it's literally ensuring that you're even having a fight with your hunger hormones. So fighting with feeling hungry all the time. Or, you know, you, um, you're eating consistently. But whereas with a good diet, you know, you're hungry, what, three times a day for your breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, and that's it. And your, your life isn't ruled by hunger and um, food and eating food. Um, and it's, it's ruled by, you know, you eat breakfast, lunch and dinner and you get hungry for those meals and you enjoy your food. Um, but it, hunger isn't constant you know you get on with your life and you live your life and you're not ruled by um, some ultra processed food and the, the main thing of all of this you know it's 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 really really interesting um, and, and only four weeks you know so you'd see this you'd see these type of brain changes in people with addiction addiction to, to, to loads of different things it is absolutely crazy that the impact that this had just a short time and another thing you know that that he found as well like on some of the processed foods that he was eating 
And, you know, the rules of the experiment was he had to eat 80% ultra-processed diet and eat when he was hungry. And, you know, there was some meals that say on the packets, you know, it's one of your five a day because it has a wee portion of peas in it. Um, you know, and some of the traffic light systems. So if you look on packets, there's um, like a fat, carbohydrate, protein, sugar, kind of like um, red, green, orange thing on the packets. And, you know, these are green if they're good, to, if they deem it good. Um, orange and, and red if they deem it, you know, unhealthy levels of things. And there was actually like two out of the four um, traffic lights on fats and sugars or something like that that was green and it's like how they trick you uh, into thinking that these foods are good like not everyone has you know a, a, an extensive amount of knowledge on nutrition most people don't have that and most people don't know what's good for them and what's bad for them and these types of foods you know if they're telling you oh one or five a day you know there's two two traffic lights which are green which means good for you um you know you're thinking oh perfect you know it's fine it's it's this is good for me when the list of ingredients is extensive and rich with chemicals and and sweeteners um, and loads of different toxic horrific things for your body and yeah there might be like a tiny little bit of peas in it fantastic but it's not gonna um counteract all the difference the different things involved in that food packet so please if the base the main thing to do is if the ingredients list is very long alarm bells are ringing for me if it's packaged if it's trying to sell you something if it's bright colored if it's you know if it's anything that has been made that you can't kind of see as like a homemade thing or you know really anything that is packaged is probably not good for you unless it's an actual you know advertised as a health food and even then you're not guaranteed it's all in the ingredient ingredients list so if you look at the ingredients and it says you know phosphate glucose um sodium sodium phosphates spice extracts flavorings um glucomate loads and loads of different things if you can't pronounce it if it sounds like a chemical if it's not like i don't know like salt apple you know if it's not things that you can't recognize as food then it's it's probably 100 percent processed and very bad for you um but your best is sticking to um homemade real foods fruit vegetables things that you buy turn into food yourself your best is sticking with things like that but please just listen to read the ingredients on things and make yourself aware of these issues you don't even need to, you don't even need to understand what monosodium glucomate is you just need to know that you can't it's hard to pronounce and it's a chemical and that you should stay very far away from that because our bodies do not like chemicals it's just another thing to expel from our body to cause wreck havoc in our body um and you don't you just don't need it you do not need to consume these foods and as as this this experiment has shown that these foods just make you hungry an unsatiated you know you want to be eating nice amazing whole foods that make you feel full make you make you feel satiated make your brain your body your mind your hormones all very happy um and make you happier make you a happier healthier version of yourself so this is a fascinating absolutely fascinating um experiment i really wanted to share with everyone and um, i will put the link in there if you want to watch it 
really really interesting really really short very easily digestible for anyone to watch it um very very interesting um so if you want to give it a listen i mean a, a watch then go and do that but everything everything in it I've, I've just said um but it's good the pictures and it's good to see his like um experience and stuff as well um but yes thank you so much for listening to this podcast i really enjoyed this podcast um it got gets me um very interested in these types of things um as everyone knows but yeah i really hope you enjoy the podcast i really hope you've had a good week and i will see you next week bye